0: A friend of mine recently who is very aware of all of the various experiences that I've had this year so far asked me how I would describe the first six months of this year or just you know the amount of the year that we have experienced thus far and without even thinking without taking even one moment one second to reflect on it and it's in the answer surprised me as much as it did them. The answer was very simple, but also very powerful. And what I said to them ultimately was what, when I look back at this year, what really speaks to me more than anything is that life does not work the way it used to for me. I'm not saying that for anyone else. And it astonished me because I literally had never thought that before. That thought had never entered my mind. I had never even considered. uh, When I think about this past year and there again, I use the word think because I know it would be very easy for me to get really caught up in identifying with being the person who has had numerous physical challenges, uh, several moments that were very, very scary, and where i really did not know if my life was going to continue and that's how it felt in those moments that's not so much what i was thinking but that's what the reality of what was going on and i really have not taken a lot of time to really reflect on what this all means because what has happened instead Which is also part of what when I speak of life not working the way that it used to That was something that I before this year I always would find myself in the habit of doing there would be a lot of reflecting and uh, Wondering about what things mean and seeing a deeper meaning What I'm finding now is that a lot of that is really just based in my thoughts about what I think the meaning of something is and then it can turn very easily turn into a belief that persists over time and I can be, begin to be identifying as a person who is living life according to what I believe this is all about or what I think this means and that simply is not happening anymore and I did not try to stop this process I never even identified this and really any of the any of these things that have changed for me in terms of my experience i have not i guess what i want to say is i have not changed any of them i have not even been trying to change them they just simply have unfolded due to the experiences that i have gone through and i and, and now that i say that i don't even know for sure if it completely has to do with the experiences that i that i've had but at a deeper level, it really doesn't matter because no matter what has caused it, no matter why, life no longer works the way that it used to for me. It is simply what is happening. It, simp- it is simply how this has how this journey has unfolded. And the other thing that I was going to say is that going into this year... I had very definite, without realizing it, and of course I wasn't investing much time or energy in it, but there was this deeply held assumption about what sickness is and what health is, and what the difference is between them, and I've realized that, that the lines of that have now really blurred for me, that I don't necessarily really know for sure uh, that I would relate to, you know, that I would characterize myself in, you know, over the past six months as being sick or being healthy. And and on some level there, again, at a deeper level, that doesn't even matter. And I simply don't have any experience at living life in this way, in, in this way that no longer works the way that it used to. I no longer have a reference point, uh, work from. I no longer have any sort of anything to compare my experiences now to because I realize if I compare these experiences to the past, these are just really thoughts or notions in my head about the way that I think that it is now and the way that I thought it was before. And neither of those things really are anything that are set in stone. They are simply beliefs That have formed and continue to be clung to in some way or held on to based on the thoughts that I've had and then my any identities that I hold on to and operate from are simply based in those thoughts and so I find myself now having no idea how any of this works and it has been the most freeing experience that I've ever had because I, I can't say for sure, but I, I, I do sense that had I been confronted with this two years ago, three years ago, or five years ago, it would have been very, very difficult because it would have challenged every notion I have about how life works. And it's natural, I believe, to have thoughts and beliefs about how life works because it, to me, it is something that is very normal in human. We simply, as the longer we go on in life and we accumulate and not necessarily accumulate, but we have all of these experiences. We go through all of these life changes and somehow it is very easy with the way that our brains are wired to develop a model in our head about you know how life works based on the way that it has worked previously and so in terms of mindfulness where you know do, where does mindfulness practice uh, fit in where does it uh, where does it relate to this uh, n- it's some I guess I'd almost call it a neural rewiring but then again I don't even know if that's the case or not. I'm a little hesitant <laughs> to really stand behind any sort of phrase for what has happened here because I simply don't know. And it is the most beautiful part about it. It is certainly the most liberating part of this. And the last thing that I want to say is that there is really no thought at all. And the only reason that I can see that that is, is ultimately because there has been a practice of not getting caught up in these things. And not holding on to any beliefs about anything whatsoever. And I do want to make sure I draw the distinction that the beliefs certainly happen. I sense them. They come up. And it's just because I am a human being like all human beings. I can't say that everyone does this. But the formation of beliefs and its relationship to the thoughts that I have... I am finding that with many people that I've shared mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice with, that this is just something that happens. What this practice ultimately has enabled me to do, if it's enabled me to do anything, and there again, I'm no no one with any unique gifts. I don't come into this life with any special proclivities or any uh, unusual strengths, so to speak. But what I find is that this practice... If, if things have changed for me, and it certainly feels like they have in ways that I can't even describe, it's just that I'm here, and I'm noticing more of the seemingly small things in life, and there's more of the joy that is coming through and the meaning in just experiencing what one of my teachers referred to as the extraordinary ordinariness of life not needing anything amazing or groundbreaking to happen, uh, even finding myself what I would refer to as what uh, could be very easily called boredom in some cases that really has, is just a way of describing, for at least for me, the need for something to happen, the need for something to change, for some sort of external stimuli something to happen and now what I'm finding is that things happen but sometimes it is at such a micro level that I'm you know I'm out here looking for things to happen and yet where it's happening is in here within my own being and mindfulness practice has an if it has enabled me to do anything it is that it has allowed me to not get distracted from these seemingly small things that are everything in this case and I don't even want to say that's a belief it's not even an opinion it is just literally what I've experienced uh, and on some level the words that I just said really don't matter and don't mean anything at all when I say it means everything because it just simply is and that's all there really is to it I don't even feel the need to even really say anything beyond that but uh, this practice has and just be and it's because I've practiced it, has allowed me to be able to not get swept up in my own thinking, to not get swept up in my own internal reactions. I can say for sure that this year there have been plenty, and I say this with a smile on my face, plenty of opportunities to have emotional upsets, emotional upheaval, and there have been some and yet, At the same time, it has those things have simply come and gone without me needing to get caught up in them, without needing to identify them, identify with them, and most importantly, without me needing to perpetuate it by giving these things time and energy and investing that precious time and energy in these continued thoughts that fuel these beliefs and that ultimately continue to hold up or shore up. Uh, and perpetuate any identities that I create based on my beliefs of me being a person who this is happening to or that is happening to and this is who I am and this is the way that it is and this is the way that it's going to be. Uh, simply, It simply falls away. It's not to say that these things don't come up naturally because the brain simply does what it does based on and I don't even want to say that I think that I know why the brain does what it does I just have experienced it. I just have been here uh, when these things have occurred. But this practice is, for me at least, it has changed my life over the past 30 years in that it has allowed me to be able to, when I say to be present or to be here, and I know it's very easy to just use that as a phrase, uh, as well, and just to basically, it's just it, it, they're just words that describe something that point to something. But what I'm finding is that being here fully, being here now, that no matter how we say this, is something that really is beyond words, it really is beyond description. I can actually be here and really appreciate what there is to appreciate, I can be here and cope more effectively because i can keep returning back to that place where i that i have that has been cultivated i can't say that i have cultivated it i can just simply see and feel that this is something that has been this is a space that is available to any of us it is simply looking at things from a different perspective Experiencing things from a different perspective, seeing things as more of a witness to them than actually believing that it's that it's that it's my that it's me who it's happening to. I'm not ever denying that these things are happening, uh, and I'm experiencing them. It is just that I can look at it from a, a different vantage point, and it's just a little bit of additional headspace. The distance between that witness that can just simply be aware of these thoughts that are happening and these internal reactions that form around them is not that far away from just my being itself. And I know the again, these are just words and really in some le- on some level, they're just abstractions. and it's really hard to point to what can't be pointed to. And that is to me the ultimate conundrum. and yet I don't need to solve it. It's the ultimate riddle. It's the ultimate mystery. I don't need to really understand why and how this all works. I just have this deep sense that it's working differently for me than it used to. Just the experience of life, how it works, how things unfold, how things happen, uh, how I you know kind of roll with the flow or you know float down the stream of life, just works differently. And occasionally there might be a little bit of an impulse to try to verbalize that or to try to really deeply describe it. But then again, those are just thoughts as well. And I, and I now find myself in this, in this place wherever it is, and I can't even describe that. And just being able to be so incredibly grateful to still be here. So when I look back on the past, you know, the past six months of this year, Uh, what I'm seeing and what I'm sensing is this deep gratitude to still be here and to still be continuing this practice to still appreciate the gift of life through the, the willingness and the desire to not believe everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling to continue this practice and with and really without me even needing to identify as the person practicing or any beliefs that I'm the person practicing. The practicing is just simply happening. And I, my apologies if I'm being overly circular today, or maybe a little more metaphysical than I usually am when I share these things. But it is—I'm finding that speaking about this, it is—it is impossible for me not to be a little bit that way. And it's not because I need to be that way or that I am, am uh, identifying with the person being that way. It's just simply what I'm experiencing. And it's simply what I'm sharing in the moment. And I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity to still be here and still practice. And at the same time, admitting that there has certainly been a lot of fear at times through this journey the past six months, there has been a lot of thoughts about how it's going to feel if something quote unquote gets worse. Or what if I begin to have uh, have have physical struggles related to the physical struggles that there have been earlier that there has been thus far this year. And what will I do and how will I cope? And I can say that in some ways there is definitely has been more fear than there ever has been because of what I've experienced but I realize that I'm one of millions of people. I don't even know what the number is but ultimately many many people have had in some cases worse struggles and have experienced deeper uh, and uh, more uh, earth-shaking fear so to speak than I have and I know that at the end of the day I came to some sort of fork in the road and realized that as I look at Uh, As I look forward at whatever. I don't even want to call it the road ahead. Because then that's just a notion or a way of describing it. But ultimately when I look forward. And realize that I'm just moving through life like we all are. That I have really a choice. I can simply be open to life reorganizing itself. The way that it has around me. And that's really. I wasn't even trying to think of how to, to describe this that way. But that's ultimately what uh, what it's uh, what i'm sensing that this has been that i can either choose to flow with that i can choose to cope with that and be able to be mindful on my feet in the middle of this uh, all of these changes uh, that are occurring around me and to me and to be able to find joy and to be able to also be the best person that I can be without having any idea of who that person should be and what they should be doing, that I can simply let my heart lead the way because I can pay attention to it because I'm not off somewhere else wrapped up in my thoughts and any beliefs that are forming as a result of those thoughts because I know it would be very easy for me to believe that I am this person who has suffered this six months uh, if that's the case, the news that I have for myself is that I am definitely not the only one and that I'm only suffering to the extent that I choose to hold on to these thoughts that have uh, sometimes happened this year, that, uh, that I've sometimes gotten really wrapped up in, that I have really formed beliefs at times, uh, and I've actively done that out of fear and out of vulnerability and I've realized now that it's really, that choice is, is really there. That fork in the road, I, I never get past that fork in the road. I'm not trying to get past it. It's really every second, every moment that occurs I, that I have that choice. Uh, am I going to continue to cooperate and dance with and flow with life as it reorg- continues to re- constantly reorganize itself around me? Because it's all so much bigger than I am. And can I find peace in that? And can I find joy in that? And can I find a way to somehow contribute to the well-being of of myself and everyone else around that while that is happening? Or can I continue to contract and withdraw into what I believe is myself? That is really just there again. It's an identity that I that I created in the past of this depressed self. Not to say that depression was not a valid medical condition, because it clearly was for me, and uh, medication and counseling and various therapies were certainly needed to deal with those things. But then again, I also was investing a lot of time and energy as being the depressed person, being the person that was withdrawing from life and that was too fearful to be out here where it is all happening and where I am ultimately more vulnerable than I ever could be any other way. But yet this is really where all the joy is for me. This is where I found all the meaning in life out here where it can't be controlled. It can't even be choreographed uh, in advance. It just the dance simply is occurring, and it, it and it goes the way that it goes, and I don't even have the uh, uh, a way to know what the dance is. I'm just simply doing it uh, as it's occurring, and it's changing and shifting constantly. And for these things, I can truly say that every moment that I make that choice, the only way I could ever make that choice, the only way that has ever been possible for me, and continues to be possible if I choose that and to choose that path of actually uh, of cooperating with this and not fighting it has been the practice of mindfulness, which has ultimately led to mindful coping. And I just realized for the first time that there really is no formal way to learn mindful coping uh, or even practice it, it is simply what happens when I allow myself to be mindful in the middle of life out here with everybody else as it's happening, the way that it's happening. Not always the way I want it to be happening, but the way that it's happening. And it is, it is truly a choice that I'm making constantly. And there's no way to get to a point where it happens automatically because it just simply doesn't work that way. And I don't even know why that is, but that's just what I'm sensing and that's that's the way that it is uh, that is that it is looked from the perspective that i have it is ultimately from this practice that any ability to be able to uh, to be at peace with this process and i'm incredibly grateful